Turn to your neighbor and tell them you are really blessed. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. I want to go to part two of how much is <laughs> how much is enough. Amen. You know, again, you know, when, when I start to think about uh, how much is enough, you know, I start to ask myself, is, is greed and improving myself two different things? Amen. Uh, you know, uh, that's a good question. You know, uh, how much is enough? But, but, but again, I do know that, that I want to grow, right? Everybody say amen. In life, I want to grow as a man. No matter what happens, I, I don't know about you, but in life, I want to grow as a person. You know, I, I, it takes a whole lifetime to, for me to grow. I don't stop and say, okay, I'm done. Amen. I want to grow as a person. So, so where do we draw the line? Am I greedy if I want to improve myself? Uh, again, you know, God has blessed us with talents and, and God has, has blessed us with opportunities and the capacity for growth and the desire for improvement can lead to personal development, better quality of life and a better testimonies and the ability to contribute more to our communities. Amen. It's not a bad thing to want to grow. Come on, everybody say amen. You see, the difference is improvement is driven by purpose. Amen. That we know that I want to get, I want to improve. I want to improve my relationship with my wife. Amen. Because the Bible says I have a responsibility and that responsibility is to make disciples, to make disciples. And, and I want the fruit of my, uh, the fruit of the Spirit to be manifest and she can follow me. Sad to say that many times the woman is looking for the headship of a man and they are not good disciples and, and the wife look at their husbands as, as a stumbling block. Uh, husbands, you need to understand your role is to make disciples and the way that you're going to make disciples is the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Those are your tools and, and if you want the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit to operate in your life, make sure you are connected you know, to the vine, the true vine. If you're not connected with the true vine, you will never bear the fruit of the Spirit and you will never get connected with the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Those are your social marketing agents. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The wife will find it very difficult to follow you if you always make bad decisions. Amen. Sometimes I can hear, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, wise pray this prayer, Lord, give my husband some brains. I, I'm supposed to submit to him, but uh, Lord, he's making some dumb decision that's not according to the word of God. Help him. And again, I, I realize this about my wife, you know, sometimes we don't preach to them. Sometimes we leave the faith. You are a living epistle. You know what? I, I, I'm done hearing preachers preach and don't live the life. Before you hear anybody, before you hear any advice from somebody, ask them to manifest the fruits. You don't just listen to people. Amen. That says and give you a lot of theory. Amen. That's why the Bible says that pastor will not invite any preacher on the pulpit unless they manifest fruit. 
Amen. They say that you must know them that labor among you. Amen. Everybody wants to be a preacher. And maybe they can preach, but I'm not interested in preaching. I'm interested in lifestyle. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Again, you know, uh, we, we have to strive to be become better. Amen. When we seek improvement, it is often rooted in purpose. We want to become better parents, more faithful servants, or stronger contributors to society. It's about making a positive difference in the world. The reason why I want to improve is not to get that title. The reason why I want to improve is with a purpose. And that purpose is I want to make this world a better place. Amen. Are you with me? It's nothing about me. I improve myself, amen, so that my wife can, can, can follow me, amen. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, come on. It's important for us to improve. You know, you need to ask yourself, husband, every year, you know, this year or this week or this month, am I becoming more like Christ? Am I becoming like Him? Look in the mirror. I'm not asking you about uh, whether you hit your quota. My question to you is, are you becoming more like Him every day? Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. And improvement embraces contentment. Amen. Those who strive for improvement are not slaves to material possessions or worldly status. They recognize that contentment and gratitude for what they have are essential steps to the journey towards personal growth. Amen. I am so, con I am so glad that I'm saved. And the grace of God teaches me to deny the world. And I embracing godliness. Amen. God saved me and the Holy Spirit is always for improvement. Amen. Because I am not there yet. I need to be renewed, refreshed, regenerated by the power of God, the washing of the Word. Amen. Every day of my life. Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise the Lord. On the other hand, greed is a dangerous and destructive force that leads us away from God's intended path for our lives. Greed is unquenchable, unquenchable, and knows no bounds, constantly demanding more and more, often at the expense of our spiritual and emotional and even physical well-being. Greed is never satisfied. One of the defining characteristics of greed is its unquenchable appetite for more. Amen. More. It thrives on the pursuit of material wealth, power, status with no regard for the consequences. Greed blinds us to what truly matters. When consumed by greed, we lose sight of what is truly important in life. Our relationships, our faith, our moral values. Greed becomes a relentless pursuit, leaving us spiritually empty. Amen. We have to be careful. Because there are similar characteristics. There's a pursuit. Amen. It feels the same. But the end goal is different. Amen. Are, are you all with me? It feels the same. There is a hunger there. There is a pursuing element. But are you pursuing this for yourself or are you pursuing it for the kingdom? 
Amen. Okay? Grief leads to destructive behaviours. Grief often leads to unethical, harmful behaviours such as dishonesty, exploitation, neglect of our responsibility and hoarding of resources towards others. Amen. Everybody say amen. I am for change. I am for improvement. Amen. But when that improvement and that, that, that change is for the wrong purpose, then you have to be very careful. That's why most of the struggles, the sin that we struggle with has a partial element of truth which sometimes can disguise itself in our arguments. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, are you with me here today? You know, there's a lot of arguments that I've been hearing and, and I've been saying, mm, there's certain truth about that. But, but be careful if you continue this train of thinking. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are y'all with me here today? Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 and 13. I'm not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in, every, in any and every situation, whether well-fed, or hungry, whether living in plenty or in one, I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Amen. I want you to notice, we always quote this, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But we don't look at the above context. It means this, whether I'm poor, whether suddenly I lose all my investment, whether suddenly I'm sick, whether I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because Christ is enough. I say again, no matter what seasons in my life, is Christ following you? Is He with you? Is He partnering together? If He is with me, guess what? Do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? I will feel no evil. Come on, is Christ. The, the most important thing is this, is Christ with you? Amen. If He's with you, everything's going to be alright. In Christ, I can do all things through Christ. You know how we quote this? When we talk about success, I can do all things to Christ. I can do all things to Christ. I can. You quote out of context. The whole context is, you know what, whether it's tough, you know, whether you have a, a good life. You know what I realize about the good life? When I have a good life, sometimes I, feel, I, I, I don't see prayer as necessity. Amen. You know what I have to tell myself many times in prayer? I say, I, Lord, my flesh today thinks that I don't need you, but I know through the Spirit I need you. The more I need you, the, the more I think that I don't need Him, the more is when I need Him. Amen. Are you with me here again? You know, again, we, we have to be careful. You know, when we are dealing with, 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 with our spirit, we are dealing with things that are uh, spiritual in nature because they can disguise itself, you know, and, and we got to be very, very careful. And, and here are some ways, okay, that greed can disguise itself. Ready? I'm going to uncover one by one. Put on your safety belt because it's going to be unpleasant. You're not... <laughs> Number one, ambition and success. Greed can often masquerade as healthy ambition and desire for success. It treats us into believing that accumulating 
wealth, power, recognition is the same as striving for success. While ambition can be a positive force, greed takes it into an extreme, causing us to prioritize personal gain above all else. And Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2 tells us, All a person ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by who? The Lord. Amen. You see, again, own self, own self, check own self is not the best way. Because we have a tendency to justify the heart is wickedly deceitful. We have a lawyer in us. The lawyer always know how to fight back when they accuse you, <laughs> when the spirit convicts you. <laughs> Amen. You have a tendency to justify, just like the rich young ruler. The lawyer justify. And you know what I've realized? The more I have, the more I have likely to justify. <laughs> Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, this verse underscores the importance of examining our motives as greed can disguise itself as pure ambition or success. That's why we have friends around you and your friends will ask you, so if you lose that million dollar, how will you feel? If, if, if you don't get the job that you pray for, if your business is a failure, how would you feel? I mean, they provoke you into thinking. True friends don't always agree with you. True friends will uncover your motive. Oh, yeah, you got this, huh? Wow, sweet, huh? The car, but can you pay the installments every month? Huh? Wait, can you? <laughs> can, 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 uh, 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 so when you drive the car, you know, uh, you are allowed... To end, to drive or not? <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, you uncover with questions. Amen. You know, you, you, a true friend really knows you. Are you sure or not? I mean, I, I have friends. Even my brothers are, are very straightforward. How many of your siblings are very straightforward? My siblings will come and tell you, why? You want to how Hey, hello, 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 hello. Can you filter that? that you're so straight. Eh? Oh, we know you better than that. You, you know, you, will you struggle with this or not? Will you struggle with your head becoming big? I mean, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Siblings are no filter one. They know you one. Huh? huh? What? Sometimes they tell you so straight. Wow, why suddenly you want to howl here? Oi, we dare not tell our friends that way. But siblings are, can, can see you right through. <laughs> you know, I appreciate siblings to be told. You know, sometimes they don't tag. But sometimes the best way of coming out is no tag. Uh, hello? You know, I, I had someone, sibling, go ahead, tell another one, and I was there, you know, and they were so straightforward, like a bullet train. Boom. Why, 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 why? Cannot buy HCB. Want to buy condo? Why, you want to follow the Joneses? Ah? Oops. <laughs> you struggling with your monthly repayment already. No money, no honey. You know, I mean, siblings they all say that it is. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. We cannot always think uh, that tomorrow is a better day. Tomorrow, eh, let me tell you something. I mean, yeah, in one sense, but let me rephrase that. You cannot always think that your pay will always remain, either go up 
and never come down on it. You know, we, we, we have this idea that, oh, every year I work, uh, the pay go up. In fact, I'll tell you honest, as you grow older, uh, they pay you less. Eh? Hello? You're there, no? So you cannot play in, uh, that my pay always increase one day. Amen. I, I, I hate to blow your bubble. As you grow older, your value diminishes. Eh? That's why banks stop lending you money. Hello? Uh, they, they find out my age. Uh, I am 53. You know, I thought I can bluff them. I'm 25, but cannot. Eh? I thought I'm 53 years old. Then you say you got another 12 years. Uh, this one not a worthy investment. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 I don't have a hard time uh, getting a loan, Brother Chang, because of my age. So you young people better, better be thankful and make the best of your age. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And then here's another thing that disguises itself is comparison and keeping up with others. Amen. You know, greed often leads us to compare ourselves to others. We might think, oh, if they have it, why, why, why shouldn't I? This competitive mindset can obscure the fact that our desires are driven by envy and covetousness rather than genuine need or purpose. Proverbs Chapter 14, verse 30, a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. You go to somebody's house, I'm just using an example, you go to somebody's house, then you see, wow, this guy got a dishwasher. Wow, I think I need a dishwasher. For I mean, the, come on, Asian culture, we don't understand what a dishwasher is. Come on, everybody say amen. Our dishwasher comes in a human form with a sponge and dish. Uh, but, but, but you go there, you, maybe you go to the States, maybe you go Airbnb, and then you find out there's this thing called the dryer. In Singaporean terms, we hang our clothes on the tickle. Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, life was well and doing well, and, and now here comes the dryer. <laughs> everybody say praise the Lord. And then the wife said, you don't love me, you don't buy me a dryer. Come on. You hear me? And then after that, what? Dishwasher. What happened to the good old-fashioned wash the plate? Really, man? Must have, man? Waste a lot of water, man. Electricity, man. For me, uh, my, my, my daughter can wash the plate. Amen. That's my dishwasher. It's in a human form. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of comparison here. You know, you go go someone's house, they brandy renovate the house. Wow, this one very nice. Eh? Oh, convection, con- what, what, what microwave, convection oven, steamer. Well, wow, nowadays I uh, got a lot of stuff. Eh? Uh, especially when 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 I just got into this whole new world of being a grandparent and I store all the gadgets. Eh? I mean, I, I I told my daughter I still like the good old-fashioned hole in my hands. I, I, I love it. I, then she said, Dad, you know, what, what, what do you call that? Huh? We are, the, for the baby, the whole one. Carrier, is it? Huh? Baby carrier. Baby carrier. I never had that before. Leh. I never had that. Eh. My carrier is yours truly. Muscle. Wow, now they got UV light. Eh. 
Wow, that one I stunned eh. UV light can clear. Last time ah, I must boil water one eh. You, you understand? You know what's a sterilizing tablet? Eh? We have to throw in and wait for a few days. Wow, now technology has made life very easy. And then if you're not careful, oh, I need that, I need this, I need that, I need breast pump. Last time my pump ah, is, you know, manual pump eh. No, my pump is like this one. I literally have to pump the milk out. And she, my wife will say, ayo, 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 ayo. Then she's stressed, cannot come out. Come on. I mean, there's always, I, I, please, 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 please. What I'm trying to say is this. Okay, I'm not against advancement in technology. I'm, I'm not saying that you got to use Apple, what do you call it, Apple iPhone 1 forever. I'm not saying that at all. Okay, everybody say amen. But sometimes we can equate the satisfaction of our life based on comparing with each other. Hey, 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 uh, wow, Brother Shane, come oh, look at his TV, Prism. <laughs> wow, no, Prism, no good. It's Samsung. Samsung 80 inch. Wow. Wow, then you come back and you think, sit down there and say, wow, my one only 50 inch. Uh. Oh, my one is Prism. Uh. Hey, oh, look at that one. Wow, 3D. Can see everything. Well, can see the shadow as if you're so... Well, you know, actually, everything was fine. That screen that I have was actually going fine. But then after that, someone introduced me. Hey, can you see the shadow? Who cares? For 15 seconds or 10 seconds. Nobody will notice that shadow. Then how about this? Oh, oh, I go to Brother Shank's house. You know, the speaker's so nice. Hello. Scully, you deaf like me. Uh. No use, uh. Hello, you buy speaker, so no use. Uh. My son asked me, Dad, why are you going to ch change the car's speaker? You can't even hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, hello, are you with me? You know, we, 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 we look for things. We compare with each other. Even, okay, let's talk about this. Uh, no, uh, how much uh, your, 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 your son get in PSLE? Uh, which tuition center? Uh? Is that Lynette? Which tuition center? Uh, you know what you say? Lynette tuition center. <laughs> Amen. We compare grades. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, the, 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 the total, the 200 and something. What, what do you call it? Aggregate. Yeah, aggregate. How much your son get? Huh? 200 and something. How much your one? Huh? Your one normal attack? Uh? A normal stream, okay, okay. No shame about that, amen. At least I pass, huh? Everybody say praise God. Oh, by the way, for all those that are taking PSLE, we love you. All those that are taking tests, no matter what happens, we are here for you. We are always for you. You don't have to hide. You don't have to shine away. Pastor fear a lot, but that doesn't justify you fear, huh? Amen. Everybody say praise God. You can do, you do all the best that you can, Amen. I know it's difficult. Trust me, everybody here will tell you, maybe you like, you, you, you are unique. Nobody likes to study. Unless you study something that you like. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, another thing that we do is justification. You know, again, justification. You know, uh, greed often justifies itself through rationalization. <laughs> it convinces us that what we desire is essential or 
we deserve it even if it comes at the expense of others or conflicts with our values. This rationalization can blur the line between genuine needs and unquenchable ones. Amen. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8 to 9 says, Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and still and so dishonor the name of my God. Amen. You know what? Sometimes too much also no good. Too little also no good. God, you know what I need. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know what I need. You know what, I'll tell you something. When you are so rich, you are tempted. When you are so poor, you also be tempted. So ask God to find that middle ground. Amen. That the most important thing is, I don't want to forget you. And I don't want to be tempted to do evil. Amen. So again, you know, we all got reasons. I, I tell you already. We human beings are good lawyers. You know, especially when we want to convince our wife that TV is very needed. Oh, suddenly, I, you, you can say things, oh, it's God's will because when I open up the newspaper, the, the, there is a sale. <laughs> Amen. How many of you use that excuse before? Justification. Yeah, wow, you look, wow, you know what? I know it's God's will because I open up the newspaper, brother Tian Chen, there's a sale, prison. Well, like that also came, my wife will roll her eye. Hey, uh, uh, oh, Shopee! Oh, oh, nine nine. Hey, you, do you know it's got nine nine ten ten one one two two three three four four five five six six seven? Don't use that seven seven eight eight nine nine. All this because it's a gimmick. Yes. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, sometimes we can, we can rationalize our wants. Amen. And then also it can be disguised as consumerism. Amen. In a consumer-driven society, greed is subtly encouraged. Advertisement and making tactics often create a sense of urgency and desire for products and services that we may not actually need. Greed thrives in this environment, leading us to seek more material possessions constantly. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10, whoever loves money never has enough. Amen. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Amen. I mean, come on. TikTok always have the bottom one. Eh? You got to buy one. Eh? Amen. Because I also buy some. Okay. You know, uh, I mean, TikTok will tell you, oh, this one very good. This one very good. Then after that, you buy or you never use it. Eh? Do, do y'all know the term white elephant? How many of you have white elephants in the house? Not a literal elephant, okay? It's something that you buy that you never use one. And then also, you know what's the best part about it? Uh, is that you buy it, you don't even know you have it and you buy the same thing again. <laughs> Amen, come on. <laughs> I, 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 I buy this thing. Then I say, hey, I thought you buy it before. No lah, where God? Then, after, then I found it. Oh yeah, oh, I buy all. Oh. Amen. So we have to be careful, especially nowadays uh, it's at our fingertips when we got nothing to do. Allah like Shopee 101, 222, then we look, oh Shopee. Then now we got Amazon Prime. Wow, oh, Amazon Prime is good. Then we got Lazada. We got QQ. All you need to do is spend $50 just sitting down there waiting for your wife to go shopping. You say, what do you do? Uh, I've been shopping. Be careful. 
Amen. Be careful. Sometimes I get scared when my wife says, what do you buy? What do you buy? What do you buy? Buy another to- a toy for my Lord. <laughs> Amen. Okay. So we have to be careful about this consumerism. Then here's another one that, that, that I think is a very good excuse. Fear of uh, scarcity. Greed exploits our fear of scarcity and insecurity. You know, it, it convinces us that we need amass more wealth or possessions to protect ourselves from further hardships and even when our current needs are already met. Amen. We have to be careful. And then, here comes another one. Disguises as an illusion. Everybody say an illusion of happiness. Greed often promises happiness and fulfilment through material gain or vacation. You notice this, right? Everybody that goes on vacation, they always like to take pictures. Wow, so nice. Wow, look at the sea. So nice. But then you actually go there so hot. The wave go up there like that. You just climb all the way there. Then you look like that. Wow, so hot there. Got a lot of mosquitoes. They don't show you that there. And they don't show you the fight that go up there. When, 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 when you want to go there, then your, your wife says, go there for what? Go shopping. Some of, some, some of these pictures, you look right, wow, outside are uh, so nice, lah, you know. But then uh, the fight that goes behind the scenes. Amen. I mean, you notice about going tour, no? uh, after you come back, especially when you have little children. And my advice is that wait until they grow up. Because it's more work, eh to go to this vacation. Sometimes uh, I look at, at some of these couples, they come back, they say, hey, how's your vacation? More work. I mean, I don't get it. I, I, I pay to work. Like. You, know, uh, uh, you know what's a heck for you, young couple, when you go vacation, so that you don't have to work so much? If you have little children, bring the grandparents. Amen. Hello. My daughter not here today. She go vacation already. <laughs> Amen. Bring your grandparents. I gladly take care. I say, why don't you call me as us? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, you know, again, you know, there are times where, where, where the illusion of happiness, you, just because you go social media, wow, that guy go Greece, that guy go this, that guy go Timbuktu, that guy go this, wow, so nice. Eh? The picture's so nice. Eh? Maybe only one segment is nice. Eh? Other than that, you look at it, wow, it's horrible. Eh? Amen. Then I hear them, they go wanderlust. You know what's a wanderlust? No? That means they wander. Their mind go wander. I, I wish I can go there. I wish I can go. I can wish I could go. You know, before 35 years old, I want to travel around the world. Then after that, you come back again, you still feel empty. But let me tell you, the best trips I ever have is in the mission trip. When I can pray someone through the Holy Ghost, when I can, I can see people receiving the Holy Ghost, and I see this gospel, every tongue, every tribe can understand. Amen. You know what? I, I tell you, right? I, it never feels to work. You know, uh, 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 last week we have a new helper. Amen. Uh, for my mother. Everybody say praise God. Amen. You know, and, 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 and I, I told my wife, she go FJF. Confirm get the Holy Ghost baptized in Jesus' name. And sure enough, she come back 
<laughs> a beam of light. I received the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name. You know, I, I'm saying this is it because you know what? Her family will be safe. Amen. They will start to proclaim who Jesus is. They will start to use their phone and pray for your, your mom. Come on. Everybody say praise God. You know, you have a, oh, what, what better that, that you have somebody say, uh, 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 Mama, you want to get up and pray? Wow. Amen. And they, they pray. I mean, come on. Everybody say praise God. You see, I've, I've always said this, you know, no, let's, let's give life to people. Amen. You know, I like to give life to people. Amen. You know, and, and, and one of these things, you know, I, I quickly call Sister Nancy. Hey, Sister Nancy, by the way, uh, uh, give her the whole set of living logos on me. And I told her, if you want to go PI, uh, please go ahead. Because you know what? In the midst of taking care of my mom, I can bless her. Amen. Come on. She, she, she's taking care of my mom. Amen. That means, you know what? I want to take care of her. We want to take care of people that take care of the family. After all, this is the family of God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I can't wait. I begin to start to see things in the spirit. I say that, hey, if I can bless somebody who is a domestic helper, why not? Amen. Why not? I want to see her feeling just safe. I want to see her son and her daughter baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, everybody. Say praise God. If I have this, this consumer attitude, it's everything about me, then, then your life is so boring. Amen. Again, be careful of this illusion of happiness. In the midst of all this photo taking, there is 35 shots. I mean, like, like, have you ever considered some of these people, they take the bottle, you know, my son used to do it, and he throw, who? It lands beautifully, but they don't see 50 times they did it. Amen. I mean, you see the people, wow, come out the stroke so nice. Like, oh. They don't tell you that it is the 200th time they do it. Or the basketball shoot so far away, they shoot. But they don't tell you that it's 500 times they were practicing. Come on, illusion. That's why you cannot trust everything in social media. You cannot trust anything in YouTube. You cannot trust anything that you don't know. That goes with preaching as well. You don't know. Amen. Everybody say, first of all, there is no virtual church. You can't baptize somebody virtually. Hello. I baptize you. Okay, yeah, you fill up the water tank. Uh, let me see. I don't know how you're going to do it. In Jesus' name. <laughs> You can't. You can't lay hands on somebody. You know, I tried many times. It's different. I, I, I tried to be some evangelist. Oh, you touch the screen right now. Touch the screen. You cannot. The touch the screen is not the head. Amen. Come on. I cannot impart anything at all. Everybody say praise God. Uh, God created us to connect with each other. Amen. I like hugs. Amen. I like hugs. I cannot have a virtual hug. Some people say, I send you a virtual hug. What's that all about? I don't feel hug. Amen. I mean, look, I want to carry my baby. I don't want to see them on the screen. Amen. 
Then also another thing, the lack of contentment, you know. Greed keeps us from experiencing contentment. It encourages us to constantly crave more, preventing us from appreciating and finding satisfaction with what we really have. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 and 7, but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. Amen. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, keep your lives free from the love of money. Amen. I'm saying this, I'm not saying that money is not important, but the love of money is the root of all evil. How much is enough? The more money you have, the more nonsense you will think of. Amen. Because flesh likes control. And the way that it control is through money. Amen. But there are some things money can't do, especially in the sake of relationships. If I have to pay somebody to love me, that's not true love. You will never discover true love. Money can't do that. Money may get you a house but may not get you a home. Amen. There are some things money don't do. I want to teach a subject that I don't feel the Holy Ghost yet, but I want to teach you, money can talk what it will tell you. Wow. Money don't give you security because after more money you have, guess what happened? You get scared, it's all gone. Strange, right? You go after money, then you're scared. You know, that, that, that you, you will have a, a, a what, what the stock market, you know, report every time on your phone. You keep on looking at it. Huh? Driving also, you're looking at it. Bad, bad, bad. I say, chill ah. Hey, money don't control me. But then after that, it can control your moods. You know what? Whether you have 10 cents or 10 million dollars shouldn't affect us. Leh. If my security is in Christ. Hey, why suddenly you so quiet? Amen. Please, I, I, I'm not saying that money is not important, but the love of money is dangerous. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. Again, you know, I, I, I want to say this, Greek can manifest itself in many forms. I don't want to go there, but, but again, you know, I, I, if I were to start this, I cannot end. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. You know, again, I want us to be very careful. That's why it is so important in this day and age to pray, Father, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And the way that evil can manifest itself is through the love of money. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, we have to be careful. Turn to your neighbor and say, we have got to be careful. Thank God for your wife. Knock your head and say, hello. Life is more than money. More than investment. How about relationships? Amen. Jesus said the greatest things are not money. The greatest things is relationships. Someone having a free will to love you back. If I have to pay somebody then it's not love. You will never discover true love is if you have to pay. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. That's why, you know, uh, 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 parenting is a beautiful element for that. You know why? Because we don't pay our children to take care of us. Amen. 
It's scared. It's scary if I have to have someone else beside my children to take care of me. Everybody say praise God. Come on, wave your hand. You know, again, we are living in a times where people are discontented. Children always want more. You know, uh, uh, social media makes our children feel like we are missing out. Amen. And, and, and it can look like uh, uh, things that, 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 you know, uh, 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 can, 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 can sort of uh, make us chase after things. You know, that's different manifestation. Is One of those manifestations is FOMO. Y'all know what FOMO is? Feel of missing out. Well, yeah, you know what? I have to go older. I may not can go to a great war of China because that's why I got to go now. Feel of missing out. Then just to climb up there, trust me, I've gone there. Nothing much. I walk all the way up there. I say, okay, now I've got to go all the way down. Ah. It's no fun going. I mean, okay, lah, the view. Okay, I stand there, the view. The most give me five minutes are enough already. And, and, and this thing, ice, eh, you know, ice, snow, overrated. Eh. Go there, play with snow. Just 15 minutes, I had enough of snow. My joints are hurting because it's so cold. I mean, like, I see people make snowball. Like, Xiao, eh. you know, when you step on snow, your shoes soak. Eh. It's wet there. Eh. You know, the feeling of cold, wet feet is horrible. And we Singaporeans, we buy all those shoes, are uh, not made for those weather ones. We buy the leather shoe, you know, we buy, don't know, Charles and Keith style shoe. We go down there and say, what kind of shoe? Then you got to buy boots, you got to buy this, you got to buy that. And then I'll tell you something, right? When you come out, right, you look like a fat person because you got to wear so many coats. Uh. Very fun, man. I mean, like, I'll I tell you one thing about going cold country. You will never forget your jacket. Because when you get out, I, oh, why so cold? Oh I, oh, I forgot my jacket. Amen. You know, it is so weird. Eh? We go from one restaurant to another. Every time I take out your coat because in the restaurant, it becomes so cold. Eh? Uh, so hot, sorry. I mean, you, you, you take out... Put hang up there and then you eat, 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 eat. and then after that, okay, got to dress up again. And then the worst part is when you go to the toilet. The layers that you got to come out with. And then after that, you sometimes forget, ma, then you may not zip properly. Because this is all new world. I don't get it. Amen. And then the worst part is that when you bring all your little ones go, then you got to dress them up. And then your suitcase. Oh. Actually, my suitcase, are, for me, I travel very light one. But because of all this winter clothing. Well, now everybody thinking, oh, yeah, I want to go to the States really, but now not too late. I mean, okay, you know what? If you like that kind of lifestyle, praise God. <laughs> okay? And then also another thing that we have to be careful keeping up with appearance. You know what? Listen, we are meant to grow old. Have you ever seen an older person dye their hair purple? You ever see or not? When you see, uh, it's like you, the first thing that comes out, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, we don't say, la, we are nice. La. I mean, somebody who is older, want to look younger, is weird. I'd rather grow 
all naturally and gracefully. Come on, white hair, come. Amen. Because your white hair is designed in such a way, right? Brother Stone King told me this, right? The white hair to blend in with your tone of your face. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Grow all graciously. Amen. Don't try to, you know what? Sometimes I don't get it that older folks wearing so tight, tight for what? As if we got something to show. I mean, come on. Grow old graciously. La. Don't keep up. You, you, you keep up with appearance. You know what? Are you? The TikTok got filter one. The filter. The filter not real one. You know, I mean, uh, oh, buy this product. Buy this product. You buy, buy, buy. Oh, my airbag has gone. Okay, I buy the bread. Airbag gone. Airbag gone. And then people go Korea, go do the Botox. Is it Botox? Uh? Yeah. Inject here, inject there until you become Singapore one person blind. Is it worth it or not? Uh, hello? Is it worth it or not? Why don't we grow old graciously? I'm proud to grow old. Thank you. Huh? Come on. I, I mean, I mean uh, Sister Sulan, I like your grey hair. Amen. Yeah, uh, I, I wish someone said, oh, Pastor, your grey hair, don't, don't colour it. You look like so nice with grey hair. I mean, grey hair is not bad. What? The Bible has good things to say about grey hair. Like. And the Bible has good things to say. Oh, oh, the best one is blue. Oh, man, no hair. <laughs> Amen. His head is perfectly shaped. Amen. Everybody say praise God. That means go, oh, accept it. La. You know, amen. Some people want to do hair surgery. You know how many... How many Hole they have to drill on your head and all. <laughs> Come on. You know, I mean like, uh, you know, Hollywood is always Hollywood. They want to sell you stuff. Amen. But that, okay, you know what? I'm not against you taking care of your skin, but there's a limit. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on. He say, oh, say pastor, uh, don't say, uh, he's, don't, 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 don't have facial clear. I didn't say that. Have a limit, ma, because there's nothing you can do after that. Oh, oh, wow. You, uh, you cannot fight age. Amen. You cannot. I mean, the belly will always grow bigger. Just accept it. Some people have bigger, some people have none. Just accept it. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you know what? I've said this again. Okay, pastor said this. I'm a healthy fat man. Amen. You know where I learned from? Brother Chester Wright said, Oh, they did my medical. And I'm proud to say I'm a happy fat man. Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise God. You know, I see there's an endless accusation, uh, you know, and manipulating others, undermining competitors, again, hoarding resources. You know, again, you know, look here. You know, it is wrong for you to withhold resources if you have it now. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, all these things are, are things that, that, that I, I'm not going to get into, okay? Amen. And, and I don't have time to talk about the dangers of greed, okay? I will send you the notes if you want the notes. How greed can erode society. And it's already eroding. 
Because kids are not concerned about each other. They are not concerned about their friends. All they are concerned is that, you know, I saw a, a, a documentary, you know, that wow, really, really make me think. You know, like, they're supposed to take care of their children, okay? The child was playing bicycle, everything. Guess what the father was doing? Using the phone. Then they saw another picture of somebody teaching the child how to ride the bicycle. Wow, that hit me. There's no wonder, I, you know, I, I tell myself, my, my, my children say, when, when the child is in the house, when A.V. in the house, no turn on television. No turn on television. And sometimes my daughter has to say, Hello! We are eating! Then I look, oops, sorry, put your phone aside. What is more important than, than, than engaging with your child at that age? If they cannot engage you at that age, right? What makes you think when the time comes when they need to engage you, they won't engage with you? You lost that. You lost that period. You can teach them how to engage. You can teach them people skills. You can talk to them. Smile at them. Babies love for you to smile. Connect with them. I mean, you can see pastor acting like a clown, but I'm not doing this for you. I will always do this to A.V. You know what? I'm not doing it for you. I'm engaging with my child, my baby. Sorry, my, my, my grandchild. Not my real child, my grandchild. My wife needs to tell me, hey, don't tell people. But I feel like, like I have a responsibility to engage with them because there's going to come a time where the world's going to seduce them. Amen. That, that they need to know that this connection is real. This connection is still there. I got happy. I got nanny to, to always be there because you know what? Nothing in the world meets that kind of love that is found in Christ. Amen. Come on, put our phones aside and connect with our connect with our children. Look at them, touch them, hug them. Amen. Some of us look at, at, at it as a punishment that, oh, I have to take care. Come on, this is a you know what? Let me tell you something, right? We are told to study our children because we have to train them the way they should go. Because there are gifts that resonate on this child. And, and if we don't observe them, we don't know. Like my, my wife, right? We have, we have uh, this, this uh, uh, debate going on that whether she should work or not. And, 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 and we decided to live life more simpler. She wants to study the child. And, and I can tell you one thing, she's always right. You know, she said that something is wrong. And I don't know what it is, but her body language, his body language tells me a different story. They may tell you the right things that you want to hear. And children knows how to manipulate two worlds. But something is wrong. You know why they know something is wrong? Because of one simple thing. They've learned to observe the child. Amen. Observation is the key thing to parenting. And if you play your computer games and all these things, you lose your time of observation. That's why, you know, uh, childcare teachers, come on, amen. You are told to write your observations in your assignment. Right? Uh, a child, what, what, preschool education. My wife had to literally observe Jabez and write those things down and observe carefully. What, listen, what motivates your child? If you cannot find that motivation, you cannot 
motivate them to do homework. God has given us a blank slate. We have to observe. When Abby talks to me, I can observe her language. I can observe something is off. Why? Because I've studied her for more than... I'm a PhD in the subject of Abigail Lee. PhD. Thank you, thank you. Nobody can get this PhD. Amen. And sometimes I can know. When she texts me, I say, oh... Here comes, you know, and then we hammer things out. Sometimes I get it, sometimes I get it wrong. Are you with me? Observation is such a powerful element in raising your children. Don't let somebody observe your children. The devil is observing your children. The devil is scheming traps for your children. That's why he will know how to at the right time put a thought in a girl and the girl look at that boy of yours and seduce him because that connection is not strong. You know what? They may have that connection and they may win temporarily influence but when the relationship fails, she will remember the true connection that was found in the parenting aspect that they know that mommy won't judge me. Mommy is always there for me. Guess what? That relationship fails but they will know how to run home and guess what? Listen, if you have a strong relationship with your daughters, guess who they will marry? Somebody like you. If they have strong relationships with mom, boys, they will marry somebody like the mom. But if they have none, they will get Brad Pitt. Oh. Then after they get Brad Pitt, maybe become unbeat. You hear what I'm saying? Hello? I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you, the key thing that you must observe your children. It's sad that sometimes our domestic helpers observe our children more than we. They can tell you, mom, 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 something is wrong. Mom, mom, something is wrong. But you know what? If you want to tackle that situation, it will require a relationship that is strong enough to tackle some hardship but you weren't given that opportunity. Why? Because the love of money is more important. Oh, Lord, help us. Come on. You know what? What leadership is, listen very carefully to me. Leadership over your family is influence. Once you lose that influence, it's very hard to get it back. And there are so many distractions out there, social media, you know, all kinds of stuff that's influencing your children. And you know what? Here's the saddest part. We cannot take away social media from them. It's part of this life that we're living in right now. You know what? But they can recognize what is true. And time spent with your children is most important. I say again, time spent with your children. Play with your children. Don't, the first element, okay? Listen, the first element when the children think about you, right? Cannot be homework. Are you Dad, call me already. Oh, first question is, where are you? First question is, have you done your homework? The, that's one of the things that I say again, parents, listen to me very carefully, especially young children. Listen, you must play. It's a very important aspect of your child's life. Play! Play makes them feel good. Play is where they explore. 
Let them run, let them roll, let them do all kinds of things. Just enjoy the nature with them. You know what? You don't need a Disney park. Your, your playground can be a Disney world if you only how to create it. Amen. I still remember, you know, the, the most complimentary thing that I've heard you say from me is that, Dad, I never regret my childhood. Adora and her love her childhood because I got nothing to offer to them. I offer them me. I still remember the time where they say, Dad, I need a doll. Guess what I did? I dressed up as a doll and went inside the room and played with them. You say, wow, why so pathetic? Well, you got no money, you make the best of it, what? You know what? My, my, my trips are not Australia, USA. My vacation is DCD. And every DCD they have, I baptise them in the water. They've been baptised so many times. Because they say, Daddy got buffed up, got buffed up, baptise me again, baptise me again. She's so baptised. My children are so baptised. Because you know what? When money is hard, it doesn't steal my joy. I get creative. Do you know what? People with less normally are more creative. I can make a lightsaber with my stick that I found on the ground. Then the children also think, ah, really? Let's do it. Then I can be a Darth Vader by putting one banana tree on my head. It's all about you. It's really all about you. You know what? My children tell me, say, Daddy, you didn't bring us to, <laughs> you didn't bring us to the mall. Our mall was Esso Petro Kiosk. You know, Brother Tut, you remember that Esso Petro Kiosk. Now I don't know was it Shell or what. We will go there and then on the way there, we will sing, we will have Mary, you know, and then you know what they remember? Ice cream. Petal pop ice cream. Rainbow colour, we will eat ice cream home and sing. You know what? I realised they remember. They remember. Sometimes we can feel like, like you know what? It is when do you shortchange your children when you don't give them you? They don't need stuff. They need you. They need you to be present. I don't know who this is. They need you. They'll, they'll put your phone aside. The phone is not an idol. They need you. They need you. They need you. They need you to get locked in with them, study them, show them affection because they were designed for love. Don't, don't uh, you know, listen. I mean, I, I, I'm a crazy father, okay? I don't recommend this to anybody, but there was a time when my children all stressed out. You know what I told them to do? Don't study already. Come, let's watch cheap flicks. Is it? Was it? Huh? Was it what we did? White cheeks. <laughs> cheap flicks. <laughs> and then we laugh. I throw ice cream, I throw chocolate at them. I say, okay, you know what? This is the time for you to abuse your body. Now, nah, here's a chocolate. <laughs> I'm more concerned of their well-being than just a, a piece of paper. You know what? Guess what? They still succeed in life. It's about your attitude. Come on, don't let them, don't let tell you that, oh, you know what? The greatest gift that you can give your children is not money. It's you and your faith and how God is so alive. Amen. I say again, 
I, it amazes me that, that, that you know, uh, my child was homeschooled. You know, get a lot of criticisms and all these things about my children. You know, oh, how would they ever make it? You know, yeah, that was fear. But we prayed. God was with us. I'm not saying that everything we do is correct. <laughs> you know, aren't you glad that the goodness of God, in spite and despite our, our weakness, but God knows that we are trying. He will help us. Amen. And, and slowly and surely, I don't know how. You ask me, we just sat there, we talk about it all the time and say that, I don't know how I put your two into a private edu. I really cannot even fathom. But we made it. One more to go, I'm done. Hallelujah. One more. I'm free. I can fly. One more. Youngest one. By end of this year, I can fly. Yeah. Amen. But you know, the truth of the matter is that we can never be free. Once a parent, always a parent. Amen. But here's what I'm going to tell you today. You know, if you feel everything, they say, your kids need you. Your kids need your faith. Your kids need God. Let me, let me repeat again. Your kids need you. And your kids need your faith because it's your faith that truly shows them what unconditioned love looks like. You don't need fancy car. You don't need fancy bicycle. You don't need those things. If it comes along, praise God, okay? But don't allow yourself to be a substitute for your real presence because God never substituted his presence from us. He was everywhere, always there. And if you do not know what to do, pray, God. They are, you know what? Your children will know what's the real deal. And once they know what's the real deal, they won't go for counterfeits. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet? I know this is a lot to take in, but you know, I don't know why the Holy Spirit just directed us into this. Amen. Amen. I wish that our kids were here. You know, hey, you need to grab hold of your child and say, I love you because you are you. I don't love you because you give me A's. I love you because you're mine, 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 and I enjoy you. Let me ask you this question. Do you enjoy your children? I do enjoy my children because if you don't enjoy your fellowship with your child, then that needs to change. You need to say, God, help me find joy in that relationship. God, I need to learn how to enjoy my children and stop nagging at them and see the beauty, see the gifts. You know what? There is no one like your child. There's no one like Chemi. There's no one like Isaac. And God knows how to bring them to your life. There's no one like Lauren. Amen. There's no one like Bethany. When God created Bethany, Bethany is a, it's really special, you know. They threw away the mold. There's no one like Matthew. Talk a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness, she can negotiate. Instead of saying, I'm tired, why don't you just lay down your expectation and study them and say, I'm so proud to be your father. God, that's what baby dedication is really all about. We pause for a moment and look at your child straight in the face. When was the last time you look at them and say, I love you because Kelvin, you are Kelvin. 
Okay? Everybody okay there? Okay? Amen. Praise God. Okay, look at me. <laughs> Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands and let's be grateful for what we have today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, for speaking to us. Come on, just, 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 just lift your hands. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this thing called life. We thank you for the different elements of it. For those God that have children, we thank you for our children, Lord. Lord, we thank you for our children. We thank you, Lord, for the joy, sometimes even for the burden, sometimes even for the hardship. Thank you for every argument that I have to bear with. Thank you, God, when they don't behave the right way. And all these frustrations that I have, I give it back to you, God. Teach me, Lord, to love like you love. Come on, can we do that right now? I, I know parenting is not easy, but, but you're going to give it to God today. God can turn a beautiful thing. This, some of you are thinking, when, when, when will my child change? Continue to love them. Continue to outlove them today. Amen. Can we do that? Be patient. Amen. God is not done with them yet. God, help me see the good in every one of my child, God, that I would not give up hope, Lord. Lord, I know it's difficult at times. I know, God, I pray that you me grace, God, to be more patient. I pray, God, that my words that are coming out, God, will be words of, 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 of hope, not just condemnation, Father. I pray, God, for every one of us today, Jesus, Lord, that we will not allow the pursuit of things around us take away our relationship with you. I'm so grateful for this life, Father. Come on, can we do that? I'm so grateful for this life, Father. Lord, help me understand, God. Life is more than just a pursuit of material things, but Lord, it's to pause and ponder about your love and ponder, God, about the love that you've given to us, our little babies. They are different personalities. Oh Lord, I'm so grateful. Amen. And sometimes, God, I'm thankful. God, that my home is a zoo. <laughs> With all the different personalities, God, my home may not be the neatest. My home may not. Lord, there are times I don't even want to invite our friends because, God, our children make a mess in our home. But that's okay, God. That's okay. Come on. Just leave your hands. That's okay, God. That's okay. Teach us, Lord, what it means to have apps and flows and accept, Lord. And be ever-present, Lord, just like you were ever-present for us. Lord, that you can connect with us, that you can touch us. So, Lord, I'm asking God that we can touch our children the way you touch us. Lord, again, Lord, what made David great, God, was your gentleness. Help us be gentle with our kids. Come on, can we just lift our hands? I think this is very important. Father, help us be gentle, God, with our kids, God. Lord, let, let not words of condemnation come forth, God. I pray, God, as, as you are gentle, the Spirit of God is gentle, God. The Spirit of God is kind. Help us be kind, God, with our own kids, God. 
Lord, help us, God, create a culture of gratefulness, love, forgiveness. Disappointment will come, but God, with you, God, the spirit of comfort will come upon us. And you will comfort us, God, when we are down. Lord, that you will use us to release comfort in our children, Lord. Teach us to know them. Teach us to study them. Teach us, Lord, what motivates them, Father. And Father, for the rest of us, God, Lord, we have parents here today, God. Lord, we want to pray for our parents today, God. We want to pray, God, for those, God, that maybe, God, that don't even have children yet, but God, they are looking for Heavenly Father. Reveal your kindness towards them. Reveal your goodness to them, oh God. God, again, God, we don't want to be so busy that we cannot share a little bit of love. We cannot share a little bit of ourselves to people all around us. Father, teach us to love like you love. Like the good Samaritan, Lord. Teach us. Amen, amen. Why don't you pray for somebody next to you? Say, can I pray for you? Let's, let's pray for one another. Amen. Appreciate them. Father, we thank you, God, for this family. Bless them today, Lord. Bless them today, God. Bless them today, God. God, full of you, Jesus. Fill them with your spirit today. Spirit of comfort, a spirit of love, spirit of understanding, a spirit of revelation of who you are. Heavenly Father, God, bless them, Lord. Strengthen their ties, God. Lord, with their families, God, right now. In the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Lord, teach us to be present with them. Praying for them. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, watch over them. Lead them and guide them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we just give God praise all over this place? Your assignment today that's a Simon. I want you to do that. Go back to your loved one and say, I love you. Amen. Maybe, you know, if it's appropriate, your wife next to you, amen, look at them and say, I love you. You know, amen. Maybe your brother is around there, romance, you know, they call it, I love you, you know, high five, you know. Amen. Again, everyone is special, uniquely made. Or you can turn to the person and say, oh, Wow, are you sitting next to me? Wow. Amen. God bless every one of you.